Hey, this is Molly. And this is Shannon. And you're listening to the Mediocre Expectations Podcast, Episode 5. So, Molly, it is now the year of our Lord and Savior 2019. 2019, packing great things, I'm sure. 2019, the year you graduate. Yeah. Yep. That's (laughs) happening. Uh, I'm sorry. I I should have censored that. I think a lot of our audience would honestly be triggered because I'm still triggered post-graduation. Um, for the audience's benefit, because this is a audio-based uh, show, Molly just cracked open a nip <laughs> of Jack Daniels, and uh, I think she's just drinking it as is. So, yeah, um, that was in response to me graduating in a few months. <laughs> But it's so celebratory and also just sulking about that factor. Yeah, rubbing alcohol for outside wounds, regular alcohol for inside wounds, like emotional (laughs) wounds, not like (laughs) – Not internal bleeding. Yeah, yeah. Send it. No, it's not. Send. Solid send. Um, Anyhow, um, in terms of – I guess I'll give an overview of our episode – um, because why not? Why not let the people know what they're getting into, right? <laughs> if there are people. Um, so we're going to start out by talking about the memes of 2018. Um, don't worry, listener, if you are unfamiliar with the meme game, we will share some of these or all of these memes on our Twitter account. Um, and all these memes are very accessible. Um, and we'll do our best to describe them to you. Um, so we're going to review the memes and kind of pop culture trends of this year. And then we're going to talk about a self-generated quiz that I made to see if people know me. Um, and I guess we'll end it out with some New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Uh, 2018 came and went. And mm. I also, if you don't have a Twitter um, I will personally send them to you via the U.S. Postal Service. So just let me know. Uh, love. We love the USPS. Yeah, USPS never fails me. So January of 2018, God, it was a whole year ago. <laughs> yeah, what were, you, what were you doing in January? Oh, January of 2018, everyone. Uh, I was turning 21. 20 fun. Molly was also turning 21. So when everyone hears this episode, I want you to make sure that you reach out and say happy birthday to us. Uh. (laughs) To us, even if you listen to it and um, (laughs) retroactively, you can still say happy birthday or very early next year. Oh, yeah. Early bird gets to worm, am I right? <laughs> but mm-hmm. so January last year, in addition to turning 21, we were also bearing witness to Logan Paul uh, filming that dead body and in the Yeesh. suicide forest in Japan and posting it up with not a care in the world in that dumb, like, green alien hat from Toy Story. 
And um, yeah, I don't care to give Logan Paul too much airtime on this very established and popular show. Um, um, yeah, I mean, we can all we can all collectively agree that that was just like a crap move um, by him, and just he was berated heavily. And I don't forgive him. Um, <laughs> next up on <laughs> next up on that list is um, H and M racist clothing line. I vaguely remember was, this, but I couldn't cite examples. Yeah, it that they had a, um, a like probably elementary school aged uh, black boy wearing a shirt that said like "monkey business" or something like that. Mm. I think that's what it was. That, that reminds me of um, was it Prada that recently released and got criticized for their um they had like some keychains and stuff on their bags that like propagated that caricature yeah yeah. ape kind of racial perspective which was super messed up i like i don't know if i can say i don't know if i feel that's something that could be an oversight it just felt when i saw the pictures of them i was like i'm like wouldn't you see that and like research and development and immediately be like yikes so I just double checked and it was released in South Africa and this little boy is wearing a shirt that says coolest monkey in the jungle. And it's just kind of like, these are like snap, like easily avoided snafus. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also just like exoticism. I don't know. There are just a lot of racial problems with like kind of painting those pictures of any location. Oh yeah. Like and the people that live there. It's just kind of messed up. It's like the Orient and you're just like, oh like stop. Listen, if I didn't have to worry every time that in my in my days of dating apps that someone just liked me because uh, I fit their <laughs> their their Asian preference. <laughs> That's well, actually one of my favorite things that Shannon struggles with because if she dates two guys in a row, sorry, if she dates, <laughs> uh, if she dates a guy that has date dated two Asian women in a row, then you wonder if it's a coincidence or a preference. Um, and I just find that really funny that you have to like psychologically reconcile with that every time you approach a relationship. <laughs> for Uh, me i'm just like i'm just so white that i'm like yeah i I don't know you probably dated a bunch of white girls before me i don't think it's like a fetish (laughs) Uh. um and one of the other big ones from february was the blank change my mind sign picture of a guy sitting at a fold-out table and it's just like um Harry Styles is the best member of One Direction, Change My Mind, or like something ridiculous. Yeah, the OG, I thought it was a fun, creative one. The OG of that, though, was the guy talking about like or something related to feminism or something like that. I'm not going to lie. I don't lie. know if I ever saw the original one. You don't need to, but I'm not going to lie. I did use that <laughs> meme format for myself, and it was like, I am going to tell you about the Boston molasses flood, and you can't change your mind. Which, speaking of, everyone, <laughs> I, oh my god, yes. Okay, quick side note. On the 19th, it is the 100th anniversary of the Boston molasses flood, um, and... Oh my god, we'll have to make a whole episode dedicated to it. Uh because I'm down to, I'm, I'm down to that. Um I know that 
I'm fairly certain that Boston Uncovered is doing, I think they're doing, they did. Yeah, um, that was thanks to you, honestly, because uh, this summer, not to toot Molly's horn, but she won't do it herself, so I'll do it for her. She worked um, (laughs) as a digital fellow for the city of Boston, and um, they- Cobb, if you will. Yeah. (laughs) They had these meetings where they would kind of discuss- um, what they what projects they intended to work on, and for those of you who aren't familiar with Boston Uncovered, it's this really cool ongoing series that basically just deep dives into interesting um, Boston things like the abandoned um, MBTA tunnel, and then. Mm-hmm. So um, because I am a little birdie in Molly's ear and always talking about the molasses flood as well as the coconut grove fire, uh, she advocated for those in those rooms. So that's why soon enough (laughs) we will be seeing that pop up. Well, I just I just shot our social media coordinator um, a text reminding her that the 100th anniversary is January 19th. So, Sarah, um, hope you have plenty of time to make sure that video is set up. I'm pretty sure she worked on it this summer, but otherwise I'm giving her time because she just didn't have enough time for the Coconut Grove fire. But I also understand that's not necessarily something you want to publicize and talk about, even though I did advocate in every meeting that it set the building code standards for current day. If you're looking for more information on the Coconut Grove fire, on my professional Twitter, I did a really long tweet thread that I don't think anyone really cared about, but it's fine because I did it for myself. <laughs> and and there, Shannon's volume levels go way up. <laughs> um, All right. March. Um, meme March. March. Uh, ooh, okay, yes. It would the, the yodel boy... Oh, I love him. Was that, really, that was really March. Mason Ramsey came, debuted in March. <laughs> tell, tell me you're not shook. I think what's, um yeah, that was a while ago. And I think what's so funny is I think back to a few weeks ago, I looked at um, a guy that I went out with Twitter and he had a picture with him from an, like a like award ceremony and i think i sent that to a few of you and everyone was like did you date mason rams okay one i did i somehow did not get that text and two what a weird flex molly the only flexes that i have are the weird ones true april was the oh i if you don't love me at my you don't deserve me at my so molly what would yours be I just cannot think of something funny or creative at this time. I would say if you don't love me at my uh, bucket hat, Bermuda shorts, wearing (laughs) outfit, you don't deserve me at my. (laughs) I don't even know what a good version of me would be. (laughs) You don't deserve me at my overalls. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's a good that's a good Shannon. Yeah, I would revise mine and say, like, the typical, the meme of me would be, like, if you don't love me at my Crocs, because that's what I'm No, yours for. is, if you, yeah, oh if God. you don't love me at my Crocs, you don't deserve me at my Steve, Steve Jobs black sweat, black turtleneck sweater. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I do have a similar style to Steve Jobs. It's She's fun. on the market, okay. Ooh. <laughs> Anna? 
<laughs> Molly is going to take a sip of her nip and her hand is shaking. <laughs> Uh, let's not talk about me let's talk about may oh my god wait may May was girls girls was was it was it really so the backstory for girls if you're unaware is just in the movie despicable me grew pronounces girls as girls um which was a great it was a great meme leading up to Girl State being a month later, a camp that we work at. Obviously that meant it would be Girl State. <laughs> wow. That one was pretty funny though. I'm honestly not impressed with May. Um just looking back at all of these though, I'm not like super impressed. Maybe it's because they're just the most popular mainstream. Yeah. Of me. I, agree. I don't mean to sound so like alternative, but <laughs> that's but when I look back on tw- one twenty on twenty eighteen, I'm kind of like eh. big Aquarius energy. Am I right? <laughs> um, June was oh okay. Let's talk about June because this is an important one. Is the IHOP when IHOP changed to International House of Burgers? Burgers. Oh. Are they still that, or is that just a brief publicity stunt? No, it was high-key a stunt, but, like, I think that IHOP probably, one, yes, it was a publicity stunt, but, you know, Denny's is always popping, and their, like, Tumblr is always popping, so I understand that they felt like they needed to make a strategic move to get people going. I agree. It's it's admirable from like a social media presence standpoint i don't knock it let's see what happened in july july is there's something there that i do want to talk about in july but i don't know how um g-rated our podcast is i think we're fine (laughs) we're we're og rated original gangster original gangsters um so part of my french um, but July, a popular one. I'm making this so much fun. Yeah, was <laughs> they're gonna be like what? <laughs> For July, a very popular meme was um big dick energy, um which will henceforth be related be referred to as BDE. Um, that was hilarious and creative and funny because it's just. You know, always the people that you don't always expect, but they have a certain confident aura about them. That's kind of a sleeper candidate for BDE. I the I think the reason why I like BDE so much, and I remember the day that I first saw BDE because I yeah I do too. I was at Chipotle having lunch, and you and Jill were texting me about it, and we were like literally just having a debate. Like I asked people, "What's the female equivalent? Like who seems to embody this trait?" Another another um, July was I don't even want to talk about it, but Kiki, do you love me? Which was just really stupid. Listen, um, Molly is saying it was stupid because she didn't get a chance to film herself doing it. Because I know that she 100% would have sent it. But she didn't. So now she's saying, oh, it was so dumb. That's that's like a very fair accusation. That's accurate for 90% of the time, every time. Um this one did not appeal to me, but yeah, no, I would full send something like this, and I would have tried to do it before it became a big thing, but it did. 
and I'm bitter. August um, was that little blue alien looking thing where his like arms are stretched out to the sky, like screaming. He's from the he's from the Barbie BHS. I forget his name, but I recently looked him up. He's often associated with song lyrics. Um, so my favorite one is when I taste tequila. <laughs> um, and it's just like a little rage monster. It's so cute. I love. I still love that one. That's probably my favorite. Which didn't Mo- Molly tweeted that, and Dan and Shay favorited it. Also, like she didn't tweet at them, so I don't understand how they found it. And the second thing is, I found out that Dan and Shay aren't a man and a woman. No, it's just two men. <laughs> I saw them open for Darius Rucker um, a few years ago, and I was like, oh, cool. Like, I just didn't mm-hmm. know who they were or anything. September, one of my favorite memes of all of 2018 was Johnny Johnny, yes, papa. Honestly, September was a great month for memes. I Maybe it's because they're still fresh. But this is packed. So we have Johnny Johnny, yes, Papa. And then the moth meme was not bad. It was innovative. So I'm like, mm, okay. And then the saying, this ain't it, Chief. Yeah. Was just heavily used. So I understand. But Johnny Johnny. Mm-hmm. Telling lies, telling lies. I sent, I sent that video to everyone I've ever encountered ever. Old bosses, who knows? Everyone got it. <laughs> Old and new. Um, October was also jam-packed. Um, weird flex, but okay. We've said that multiple times within this podcast already. Um, so yeah, it doesn't really need to be discussed. It's just yeah. accurate. Like, oh, that's such a, it's a weird brag, basically. Let's um, get this bread. Was widely used And as the well. Miley Cyrus meme where she like, is just, it's like her circa Hannah Montana days. And she's just straight up like eyeing that camera. Um, but that one still makes its way around and I like it, but November, which wasn't that long ago, but now feels like forever ago, but thank you next came out in November. What the? Yeah. That feels like a while ago already. Probably just the immediate exposure of it makes it feel like it was just overdone and like just making it feel like it was a while ago. Yeah. Honestly, November is great because I think my favorites were that the... The dude with a big neck. He's <laughs> just a guy with like a thick neck. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And he met up with a kid with like a thin neck or something <laughs> yeah. like that. And they made <laughs> and they made the, the video greatest together. meeting or the greatest colliding of worlds since the creation of the UN. <laughs> and then um the surgery on a grape is like we've referenced it a lot recently, ironically, within our own like social circle. So it's still kind of funny. I think, well, it's because we actually watched the video where they did the surgery on the grape and it really changed me. That's, that's why I like it. Yeah, that's why I like it so much. It's not like the meme doesn't have a lot of like variety or uses. It's more that like watching the video kind of changed me yeah. a little bit. And I'm like, human hands don't have that like dexterity. So seeing a machine do that was like, wow. Yeah. And then what? December. December is uh, i really like the y'all afraid to moan i'd be in my girl's ear like there was a video of jeff goldblum and he's just like at the supermarket and he's walking around and he's just like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) my ears just exploded oh that's all right um and then the 
scared hamster. I love it. It's so cute. I love that one because there's also like a superimposed um, cross in one of those that the hamster's holding. Um, and there's also a scream yes. version of it where someone kind of like posterized it to make it look like the scream. So those are all great. And then honorable mention yeah. says romaine lettuce. Um, romaine lettuce is true because there were so many moments where within my own like apartment, we were just like, all right, finals are coming up. Like, let's just all have a romaine lettuce packed, which isn't even that funny. But like, it was just something that was circulated, you know. My honorable mention of the year is um, Take Me Home. Not like the One Direction, so movie, but like Country Rose. Um, I saw a tweet today yeah. that makes me laugh so hard. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little singing for everyone. So, Country Roads, let's go. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> I love you're so right though where country roads for some reason became a meme this year um, where every time I was in a bar full of white people it would be put on and people would start singing because you don't realize how much of the song that you do know um, and potentially as a bonus feature we can tweet a video when Shannon and I went um, went to Newburyport a few weeks ago we were at the bar and they started playing country yeah. roads. A band, like a full a band. band was playing. Yeah, it wasn't even just like at a bar with a bunch of like college students. It was like adults. It was so weird, but like no one cares when it happens. You just like let it happen. And that's when we got up and we waited till the song finished and then we left and it was great. Yeah. So next on our agenda is the fact that Molly hit me with that Saturday, late night Saturday text saying, hey, it was definitely like fill mid- this midday. quiz out. It's definitely like midday. <laughs> hey, midday is late. <laughs> yeah. Right. And honestly, Molly is such a trickster. She sends me a screenshot of a note she made and I, as if it was like created by someone else. And she's she's denying that she did that on purpose, but she did that was <laughs> that was not the intention i th- i'm just dumb and i thought that the easiest way to like send it to a few people would just be to like write a note with questions and screenshot it and send it didn't realize it really looked like a middle school like questionnaire that like people would send to each other and be like what's your favorite soda um but yeah so i did that because i am self-involved and I wanted to compare the answers of a few friends, not not to like challenge them, but just to see what people's different perspectives of me were like from different friendship standpoints. Yeah. Well, what's interesting, though, is like how the older we get, the less relevant kind of these things become. You know, when you were in middle school, it was like, oh, my God, like I need to know my best friend's favorite color, favorite animal, yeah. favorite whatever. Because you felt like a no, you're right. No, otherwise, in middle school and elementary school, I feel like I had activity books with all these questions, and it, we just placed such a high value on knowing our friends' favorites. Um, and now we don't. Well, because I think that I mean we recognize like that relationships don't need to be based on one's ability to regurgitate information about the other person, but. Yeah. It was still interesting to fill out, and uh, Molly made a side by side for me, so I can kind of see what the what other answers people did. Um, mm-hmm. But how'd you say I did on all these questions? 
I think you did really well um, because the first thing that I'll qualify is that I don't really have favorites. So uh, the list is just like, no, no, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be difficult because I do definitely have favorites of some things. But my point is that I have like a top three for everything um, that anyone's responses could fill into. If you know me well, you know that I like, like my top three of something. Mm-hmm. Um, so in terms of like, so the list I had was favorite color, animal, food, drink of choice, movie, TV show, character from the West Wing, book or author, family member, singer, place, season, personal style, my biggest fear, my dream job, and what am I best at? And the answer is really interesting. Um, most – so you got a majority of them completely right. Um, my favorite color is green. My favorite animal is pug. And, like, favorite animal because that's, like, my brand yeah. versus other people. But other people answered like that my favorite animal was um, a penguin because I do also love penguins, but it's just two different like categories for me, like dog breed versus like an animal, animal in the wild. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I totally get that. Um, and then for food, the most interesting response from you for some reason was my favorite food is <laughs> a- apple crisp. But you're right, though. Like apple crisp is one of my favorite food slash desserts. When but you like know, I you never. Know. <laughs> In my head, I was thinking like chicken parm. You know what I mean? I wasn't like considering like a dessert option, but you're right. Like that's one of my favorite things to eat. Um, And then um, drink of choice, Blue Moon, one of my favorite wheat beers. Um, The rest, the a questionable answer you had was that my favorite West Wing character was Sam, but it's because you haven't really watched a lot of the West Wing. Yeah, I couldn't make any kind of like... I think surface surface evaluation, someone would think Sam was my favorite because he's a speechwriter, he's quick, he's good looking, all things that I am. Um, <laughs> I was waiting for that to sink in with you. Um, <laughs> no, but like for me, it's more so I like um, CJ Craig, who's the press secretary. Yeah. Because um, I, I love Allison Janney, um, but also Leo McGarry is just like ugh, classic, like everyone loves him. So that's how it is. Um, my favorite place is the Black Doll Museum. <laughs> I don't have we and talked to discuss the Black Doll Museum on this podcast? We haven't. Um, but it's a historic landmark in Mansfield. Why it's in Mansfield, I have no idea. It's extremely impressive, but it just like belongs elsewhere, in my opinion. In a more no offense to Mansfield, a more notable location. Or at least like or accessible location. accessible or diverse like it just doesn't make sense like i understand like logistically the person that created it is from mansfield so like that's what happened but (laughs) but it's more yeah i'm surprised that it's in mansfield because it's like i think it's like the largest or only doll museum like black doll museum in the country like it's it is the only yeah yeah and it's really impressive i went there um a month or two ago but it's just kind of a meme between shannon and i I did not get brought to up see a lot when I was last in Mansfield, so that's the next, uh, the next, next Mansfield up. site. Yeah, keep me coming um, back for more. Yeah, the next time Suzanne Bump comes for the Q and A, we'll probably be there. So if you're looking to see Molly and I in person soon, we'll be at Suzanne Bump's um, swearing in <laughs> ceremony, which I don't remember the exact date, but uh, are you coming? Yes, I am going. Me and my boss. So text us. Oh, you at- actually are. Yeah, I, I really am going to go. I, I literally thought it was a joke that you're forcing your way in 
um oh okay, no cool. i got the official two so uh i guess not to flex on my own self but i finally started a job so i'm no longer unemployed yay Woo! um it gets better everyone but i <laughs> yeah you're not, you're not just working at wherever oh no i meant like for anyone that's panicking but yeah i'm working oh. <laughs> as a legislative aide for a new state rep and I was parsing through her mail the other day and one of the invites was to Suzanne Bumps uh staring in ceremony so you best believe I am going I love her she's great she's we could talk about her for like a whole episode and I don't mean to sound like a professor on like that day of class where they're like I can lecture on this topic for a whole semester um but I could was because Su- Suzanne Bump is just like a skinny legend. We just admire her because she just quietly does her job and always looks good and is so nice and kind and just like unsung hero, I guess, of yeah. like the executive branch. I don't know. Listen, constitutional officers, high key ranked, Suzanne Bump comes on top for me. I just like un un conditionally love her, yeah. <laughs> me like honestly just like blacks out for a minute (laughs) (laughs) all right to get to get back to I actually the only part of my quiz that I put out there that I would like to highlight um is my biggest fear um and then I would like to answer these questions for Shannon because I did not fill it out for her um so for the varied answers for my biggest fear was and my biggest fear is frogs so let's just keep And that I in know mind. that, okay, everyone? I know that. But it just, I guess it was the obvious answer. So Shannon said, my biggest fear was being unfulfilled. <laughs> um, Jill said, my biggest fear was dying alone. <laughs> and then some other responses were um, let's see. Um, my biggest fear is change. And my biggest fear is not being respected. <laughs> Which all hit home for me. And those are big emotional fears. So thanks, guys, for really being in tune to that and not looking at it on the surface and just saying frogs like I wanted you to. <laughs> you can't. So that was enlightening. You're right. Because I deserve it. By creating a self-indulgent middle school quiz, I totally deserve this. Um, so I would like to answer these questions for Shannon. Shannon's favorite color is purple. Um, Shannon's favorite animal. That's tough. I don't feel like you have a favorite animal, to be honest. Um, hmm. Do you want me to answer these as you go? Yeah, sure. We can do that. So your favorite color is purple, correct? Yes. And I really uh-huh. like pandas and owls. But okay. Oh, okay, owls. That makes sense. It's hard for Hogwarts. me to commit to things. <laughs> Yeah, no. Well, okay, so don't 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 roast me when I say I But I didn't make a quiz people. asking for people to know my favorite things. It's because it's D all of the above, you know? Yeah, like yeah. there's more than one answer. Um I just wanted to see what the nuances were. Um so food, um paella. I know it's not your favorite. favorite I really do love paella. I don't really have I really you don't have a favorite it. food, so it's fine. Um, drink of choice, gin. Uh, painful, but like, yeah. I, but yeah. I'd also, 
I'd, I'd also say just like wine, wine though. I think you're kind of a wine drinker. I really love mojitos. Oh, oh yes, you had mentioned that recently. Um, movie. I'm going with the obvious here. Just the Harry Potter franchise. I know that's just like. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Correct. And like, I don't know. Dear Sugar. Uh, that's not a movie, but <laughs> sure. Oh, sorry. I was thinking of books. Um, um, character from the West Wing. Shannon hasn't really watched more than a few episodes of the West Wing. All right, don't worry. Me. Um, I honestly couldn't even tell you all their names, so just like ignore it for now. You're probably you're, you're probably gonna like hate them all for different reasons. Um, you actually you'll probably eventually end up liking. Oh, you're gonna like um, the president's daughter probably. Um, book and author. Um, J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Fam- honestly, family she's so member. problematic lately, but. Mm. I do like Molly said earlier, Dear Sugars. I still recommend everyone to read that. It really hit me hard when I needed it to hit me hard. Yeah, it's good. I like that it's kind of a collection of like those short responses slash essays, whatever you want to label them as. Um, yeah. So it's nice to just kind of, there's no narrative, so you can kind of parse through it. Um, family member, honestly, like all the different members of your family for different reasons. Like technically, I would say Miriam when she's not being like, <laughs> her um and making fun of your personal style for some reason but um i think you enjoy spending time with your dad as well but like because you're a family of four you just like have like you have one sister yeah you have one sibling and you have two you have two parents so like versus me i like i'm in a friend group (laughs) (laughs) honestly yeah there's so many of us um Singer, like honestly, Niall Horan. I know you're wearing Niall Horan shirt. <laughs> um, pro- I would say probably Ed Sheeran by like honestly, like because I can probably sing like all of his songs. I do love Niall Horan, yeah. and I am wearing the shirt, so like. Yeah, I was also thinking of your Spotify like your rap. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because you had those are like of your top few. Um, place either. Um, the public library. Yes, I or, do. Or, <laughs> or or Madrid. Yeah, I love the library. <laughs> I love being in libraries. What is it? The Lexington Library that like you're like oh it's so nice. Yeah, it is so nice. It's so nice. But we were in public library. Everyone opening up March 16th. They're reopening, so come through. <laughs> oh, can't wait for that ribbon cutting. Um, and then um season. Fall. Yeah, I'd say fall. I feel like you enjoy summer too. I feel like season doesn't really affect you though. <clears throat> like spring, I don't like the spring. Like spring's a drag for me. Well, because like New England spring is not is it's not what, it. Yeah, it's winter. It's like a wet winter. <laughs> winter part two. Um, personal style. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, before we recorded this, Shannon's sister came into her room and just like complained to me for a few minutes about the fact that Shannon lacks a style or it's confusing. I don't agree with that. I think that Shannon sometimes is a hybrid of like a grown woman style and like a teenager, but that's fine because you need some like excitement to your wardrobe. Like Shannon is someone that would wear like dark jeans, sneakers, and like a concert t-shirt with like a cardigan, you know? (laughs) 
it's like Damn. it's like when that like young professor wears like a band t-shirt under their blazer you know to be like hey i'm like not completely dead yet but i need I'm- a fedora or something to really like round out the weird outfits i guess but shannon's um personal style is also just like overalls in any shape and form which i enjoy thoroughly <laughs> Um, and then your dream job, like, four years ago would have been to be um, some kind of, like, international diplomat or something like that, to be, like, a foreign, some kind of foreign yeah. um, entity, I suppose, at, like, at a consulate or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Now, more, like, I think you would like to be dealing with legislative or international stuff, but I could also see you being a consultant in, like, various shapes and forms. I think both of us aspire to be consultants because we can get flown out wherever and just give people advice that's unsolicited just like this podcast <laughs> um oh i'm sorry i miss biggest fear um your biggest fear is not being taken seriously yeah i would agree with that i really um to because i started work i have had the misfortune of once again dealing with a lot of political science boys and it really is <sighs> tiring. It's so tiring <laughs> to deal with them. And I think what's frustrating for you, um, because, like, I think of the saying, don't, like, mistake my kindness for weakness. Yeah. I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people, like, um, throw in quirky with your personality. Mm-hmm. Um, versus with me, it's, like, cynical or sardonic, so people are actually afraid of me when they meet me which is unfortunate because I'm not like a mean person but with you sometimes people take advantage of that quirkiness and think that like you will tolerate being not respected yeah I think that because um because I fool around a lot or like make a lot of jokes that people sometimes take that as me being dumb and um I will like let's make it clear I am not dumb I know how to con- like yeah. to compose myself in various settings I just like to be myself and not stuck up <laughs> like uh, I just one of the people that I met the other day within like five seconds of meeting him he started like quoting some random laws from last session and like just trying to flex on me with his knowledge and I was like you know what good for you but I don't need that like you don't need to show me that you you done know the thing he's like come on yeah I just I have issue with those kind of people and that like my memory all that tells me is that he has a good memory because yeah. you can skim anything or focus on one topic well enough and regurgitate information, as we said earlier. And for me, it's like I could study up on something for such a long time and be able to have like a general conversation about it. But I'm so bad at citing facts. And I'm also a woman, so I qualify everything that I say because I think that I have to. Mm-hmm. Snaps on that. Which is... Which is really unfortunate that I always have to be like, yeah, like, I think I read this somewhere when I know I did. But that's, like, a sad truth that I guess I have to start counteracting on my own. Yeah. But it's really unfortunate that I feel like I have to – someone will kind of jump down my throat if I happen to be wrong about something that I'm citing. 
And that's why I never am that type of person. So it's really unfortunate when men are like that. Which, And I don't mean to say men because it could be anyone, but <laughs> more often than not, it's men. Which goes in well with the idea of our discussion of New Year's resolutions. And I think for me personally – it, my big thing was to stop referring to myself as a as a dumb bitch <laughs> because honestly yeah even jokingly I guess it reinforces that it feeling. does though and yeah honestly speaking something into existence yeah. so because yeah. if you want other people to treat you nicely you really should also include yourself in that like you should be treating yourself nicely it starts with you <laughs> the care and keeping of you <laughs> you nice callback um yeah i think that's important i think that's a big one um i think for my actually my two solid my three solid new year's resolutions are to read more that's always, always on there, a new year's yeah. resolution of mine i know that i'm unfortunate i i think i should maybe set a novel amount maybe that will keep me more in check um, for me, it's more. I don't mean to sound like a pussy, but um, it's more about it. It's more about intentions than like actual. Like I need to do yeah. this for this amount of days. More like I want to try to be better or do this more. Um, so for me, I would like to read more. Um, I would like to continue running, um, and. Um, my third one, my biggest one is actually to set boundaries, um, set more boundaries and stop taking and burdening myself with other people's problems. It's really unfortunate because I think that a certain, at a certain, um, point people have certain roles that they play in the world and some people take on more responsibility than others. And that's just dynamics of relationships and life. But I think sometimes I go overboard in places where I could just step back and say like, all right, like I've done what I can here and this is your problem. This isn't mine anymore. Um, and not in like a mean way, but just being like, listen, I can't, like I am tired or I am unwilling to do this because I need time for myself. So I think that's a big deal because I put a lot of pressure on myself to take on the problems of other people. And it feels like sometimes that it's happening to me, but sometimes I do it to myself. So I think I need to take responsibility. I think that not to once again on this episode of Mediocre X-Pod, I am referencing something that 100% is something that people put on pillows from Pinterest or something, but that yes. when airplanes have problems and the air masks come down you you're supposed to secure yours first before you secure someone else's and as cheesy as that is it's so true that people i love that that people don't think about themselves in the way that they need to because i think i see so many people making self-serving decisions but not Mm good self-serving decisions including myself but like (laughs) yeah I've hmm, think about I think it's more about thinking about the ways in which you're indulging yourself and Mm. how that affects you overall you know (laughs) 
It's funny because for some reason I'm thinking to like, I have a habit of taking care of other people's stuff and then after a while of getting tired or like having enough, I'm like, I need to go out this weekend. Like I need to just like go out with my friends, not take care of anyone. And this is like once every like few months kind of situation. Um, where I channel my Jill knee energy and I'm like, I need to do something reckless. It's really funny because the last time I remember like talking to you about this, it was like a mm-hmm. few months ago and you were like, do something crazy, put your titty on a car. <laughs> I didn't do that. Um, I'm not really planning on doing that because it doesn't really make sense. <laughs> But it was so funny. I like won't forget it because it was such a like odd out there thing. I'm like, that's like my version of like breaking the law. Like, that's what people think I do for fun. <laughs> like, I could do such worse things, but I guess that's like wild for me. I mean, I think that should be your New Year's yeah. resolutions for 20 <laughs> for 2019. I'm not. I'll tell you one thing. I'm not aiming. I'm not naming this episode. Put my titty on a car. Come on, Molly. <laughs> Question mark. Won't do it. Sorry, future and former employers. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you have anything to add. But I'm yeah, here. I think that today's episode was very self-serving. Which <laughs> they all are. Okay, Molly got me. Okay. Okay. But. You're right. Today was more self-serving than normal. But if you have any ideas, just contact us. I mean, we're just going to keep coming up with this stuff on our own until you, you, dear listener. Not to expose ourselves, but we are paying mad money now to to SoundCloud so we can continue making more episodes. (laughs) So if you, as Mm -hmm. a listener, don't spread this and try to make us go viral, um what's the point like i feel like now that i've said this people will intentionally not listen to us i know they're just gonna go on strike honestly just like if everyone that listens to this venmo's us like twenty (laughs) dollars my mom included we might break even but i'm kidding i'm kidding um i guess I guess our New Year's resolution as a podcast is to continue. Um, we have every intention of continuing and not being that podcast that does six episodes and falls off entirely because this is cathartic and it actually hits a creative spot for both of us. So I'm happy to continue. We've committed to the next year. And that is our New Year's resolution to you. And thanks, guys. <laughs>